This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 5.38. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila, Lynn and Sharad. It's time for Today on Twitter, where people have pretty strong opinions about PASS wanting to cancel the Coldplay concert. Firstly, did anyone not see this coming? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you know what? I don't know whether I'm just optimistic I didn't think Coldplay was ever a cause for anyone to cancel, la, to be honest. Oh, fascinating. No I, short skirts, no sort of raving, jumping into the crowd. Rainbow flags, though, mm. which we'll come to. But I mean, the because the rhetoric that I was seeing on social media, the minute this thing got announced was, oh, ho, ho, let's see if it actually happens. <laughs> let's wait to see what goes on. And uh, true enough, at least, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of pleased that I was able to predict this, I think, in a schadenfreude kind of way. Anyway, um, so this is coming from past Central Committee member Nasruddin Hassan, who is calling for Coldplay's concert to be cancelled. In case you missed it, Coldplay are set to perform at Stadium Bukit Jalil on the 22nd of November. This is part of their Music of Spheres tour. And... um, The past member posted on Facebook, does this government want to nurture a culture of hedonism and perversion in this country? Uh, To support this question, he also posted photos of Chris Martin holding up the LGBT flag at a concert in London. Uh, He then said, essentially that he would advise the government to cancel the concert. It brings no benefit to, and I think that his actual list was, it brings no benefit to race, religion or the country. Mm. Yeah, so they're pretty consistent. Uh, so you get no points for predicting this, Lynn. <laughs> I, look, look, I lose points for optimism. No, I think is. I get points because Shangela <laughs> clearly didn't see it coming. So, you know. Look, you know, we've had so many instances, not just of calls for uh, concerts to be banned, uh, but we've also had, remember that controversy around uh, young audience members coming up and being hugged in one of those concerts. If you remember, there was, a, there was an interesting intervention by a group that's actually not uh, legal in Malaysia, Hizbut Tahrir, that came out to say, well, you can't make rules because there was an attempt to say, well, okay, let's maybe regulate the way in which audiences respond to these, especially if they're uh, of the Muslim faith, uh, to these concerts. And their position was, you can't put rules around something that's clearly against the religion. So on the extreme end of conservatism, you, you can't talk to them about benefits to the economy you can't mm. because that's not that that's not what they're looking at they're looking at the mingling of uh, boys and girls they're looking at uh, a kind of devotion to something other than what they think people should rightly be um uh you know uh, committed to especially the question of music and song and such right so it is today on twitter uh the Probably the the most uh, viewed and commented on tweet was from the Prime Minister himself, Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim, who posted a short video on Twitter welcoming Coldplay. Um, and the post said, Coldplay, welcome. Selamat datang ke Malaysia. Let us work together to protect the environment and keep the world. Terima kasih. Uh, which, of course, is something Coldplay has been um, really uh, championing in the last few years. Oh, well, also they sponsored river cleaning, yes. like a river cleaning vehicle, um, which is a, something that's coming up on Twitter as well in some of the tweets. So I think that might might also be the very specific reference being made. And I think the the remarks on Twitter are consistent. So let's see. 
BTS Obsession Fest says, have they even listened to any of Coldplay's music? I like Coldplay, don't get me wrong. But where's the hedonism? There's barely any spice in their concerts. Like, come on, pass, pick your battles. Well, um, we also have Janko saying Coldplay is a globally renowned and influential band and their concerts typically attract a large audience, especially international attendees. This would provide significant economic stimulus to Malaysia's tourism industry and economy, both domestic and foreign visitors. And this is a point that gets brought up a lot when it comes to the uh, constant attacking of concerts by pass, right, that it has a significant uh, significant impact on our perception as a as an attractive tourist destination. Yeah, it's, uh, I think more than just their attacks is in fact when government responds to them and uh, concerts are cancelled uh, and you know and, and, and then you become an unattractive venue for events such as this, right? So then people are saying, well, okay, let's give up on Kuala Lumpur let's just have everything in Singapore, Jakarta wherever it is where they're legal and political and policy protections for this kind of entertainment. And the irony, of course, is that then Malaysians end up flying in to those cities mm. in order to watch the artists that skipped our country, thereby proving this exact point of both domestic and foreign visitors wanting to go for a concert. So I've actually heard even of people saying even when a band is scheduled to play here, oh, maybe I'd rather buy the Singapore or the Bangkok ticket in case the KL concert gets cancelled, which is really not where we want to be. La. So I've been to see Coldplay, not for a long time, um, but when I did, I did go to Singapore for it. So, uh, which which I think is is part of this conversation in such a big way. Also, I agree with the first tweet that we read out earlier because I enjoyed the show. It was great. They are really, really fun to watch live. They have that euphoric feeling. Um, I like that they embrace kind of how semi-lame they are, which I think <laughs> the, the tweet also acknowledges. But it is true that you don't go there expecting any of the... I don't know. I, I did not at any point look over and go, ah, hedonism on full display. <laughs> you know, it was just not the word that occurred to me. But it's so it goes back to our different cultural values, right, and standards and what somebody might call hedonistic behavior mm. is, you know, somebody's vanilla culture. You know, I think what we see at play here all the time is just the culture wars, the Malaysia's culture wars. And, you know, they are trying to leverage on whatever power they think they have politically. So their win is not so much the defeat of Coldplay, but the ability to for them to impose their values on the rest of the country, including parts of the country where, you know, the vast majority of people don't think this is a problem. Mm. Well, a number of people bringing up um, perhaps rather more specific past-related points. So uh, an anonymous uh, person says, this band has sponsored river cleaning for Malaysia, but your party has contributed nothing for the last 60 years. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Nasir says, they should be concerned more about the pipe water producing theta rate rather than making noise on Coldplay. Again, you know, uh, you know, we, we kind of beat ourselves. I, do you ever feel that this is a kind of pointless discussion that try to reason your way through this, right? To, to talk about the economic benefits, to talk about um, fundamental liberties that a government is in place not to impose its cultural and uh, moral values on the nation, but in fact protect the constitution in, in which fundamental liberties are an, an element, right? So, uh, and the right of individuals to make personal choices. Well, 
On that note, uh, we are going to play a little bit of Coldplay very soon, but keep your thoughts coming. We are talking about uh, past member Nasruddin Hassan calling for the upcoming Coldplay concert to be cancelled. Uh, we'd like to hear from you. Are you planning to buy tickets? Are you worried that it might get cancelled? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio, BFM 89.9. Because friends matter. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 5.51. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila, Lynn and Gerard. Uh, and today, on today on Twitter, we are looking at the reactions towards past essentially calling for the cancellation of Coldplay's concert, which is happening in November in KL. And so we've been asking you uh, for your thoughts. Are you planning to buy Coldplay tickets? Are you worried that it might not happen? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018 Tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, we have some thoughts on this. So, uh, okay, Vincent says, I miss Jackie Chung's ticket in Singapore. Don't make me miss Coldplay in Malaysia. And then, you know, says thanks for the song. And, you know, I think that represents in some ways how hungry people are for live performances of big artists and how that can be something that you miss after you don't get it for a little while, where it doesn't feel like there's an, a, a musical event in such a big way. I also really think that um, this is something, I mean, going back even a decade, right, if you think about the one that comes to mind for me is Beyonce and how so many people had tickets um, and then it turned out that it wasn't going to happen. Um, and I think that there is a frustration on the part of a lot of people who like attending concerts that in a way, it's like, oh, why don't we get good things? Why do we always have to have constantly keep having these arguments? Yeah, I, I do think that, um, you know, and, and I know we've kind of in some ways unleashed a, a barrage of uh, uh, anti-pass hate um, in by by taking up this question. And, and I think people have an absolute right to hate political parties if they interfere in their private lives or, you know, enact policies that uh, destroy the, I don't know, the environment and such. But uh, the heart of it, I think, is, uh, again, this inability for us to bridge the gap between um, us who believe that individuals have a right to make choices about that are personal and those who believe that they are, in some sense, no personal choices, that, that leadership and, and control of government means you have your duty bound to impose these values that you think are, you know, inviolable or universal or, you know, come from, uh, you know, from a divine source. So we, we, how do we have this conversation? And I don't know if government is in position or anybody in government's position. I think we had a comment from uh, Nga Komeng, uh, who is the minister of local government. And he just says, well, the past isn't like Coldplay. Then simple, just don't buy their concert tickets. But that presumes something, right? It presumes that we think ourselves essentially as individuals and we all have these choices. If you don't like something, you don't have to um, you know, participate in it. And it doesn't hurt you that other people are participating in it. But past doesn't take that view. They believe that the hurt happens, you know, even if they don't participate. And so they want to prevent that hurt. We have, um, let's see, we have Alexo saying, Billie Eilish, Boys Like Girls, MLTR, Justin Bieber concerts were approved when past was in power. 
This argument gets made an awful lot though, right? I mean, the, the comparison of what happened when, when who was in power. Um, I I think even when they were approved, um, there were still segments within PASS that protested those same concerts. So it's, um, I, I guess it's one of those, in some ways, what you're talking about, Sharad, that, that distinction being made about what it might mean for something to come here for the whole country and how you might feel on a personal cultural value proposition and maybe the distinction for PASS as a political party but also as an ideological party. Perry says, I'm buying VIP tickets for sure. How often do you get to see a Class A++ band singer in Malaysia? Not since the Michael Jackson concert. Viva la vida indeed. Woohoo. Uh, meanwhile, we also we have Ajon who's making a similar comment uh, to one of our tweets saying, I think Coldplay did more for Malaysia than those who opposed their concert. The interceptor paid by them is cleaning our river. Absolutely. And, you know, we know that the river in, um, you know, in the East Coast, in Kelantan actually is drying up. So the, the environmental issues that the ban fronts, which I think are really important, of course, what is brought up is the band's commitment to pluralism and diversity in the context of where they come from, right? So in the West, in Western Europe, the the idea of supporting, uh, you know, groups that are minorities or groups, that are, you know, sexual minorities is just the consensus now. I mean, Europe has uh, leaders, political leaders who are from the LGBTQ uh, plus community. That's not an issue. Corporate America, you know, has uh, gay individuals. It's not an issue. Their consensus doesn't read the same way here. Stephen is bringing up a number of different things, saying, yes, I will buy Coldplay tickets. How will the Undi 18 group react to this infringement of civil liberties? State elections are impending. Uh, all of the loss of foreign exchange flows to our neighbouring countries. It goes to the state of mind of why job creation entities or foreign direct investment drives companies elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, those are economic arguments. I mean, I mean, I would like to hear actually uh, arguments and, and a campaign by the conservatives on the question of job creation, you know, and mm. the economy. Why do we hear about that from them? But often when it comes to cultural wars, you don't hear those kind of... The discussions are about identity. They're about these things that are, are tied up in sentiment and sort of inchoate feelings of either hate or love for certain things. That's why this is really not a policy issue. I mean, this is simply culture wars played out. Yeah, and it's difficult. So I remember the last time we had a conversation about this on air and um, I, I can't remember who wrote in or who sent in a voice note basically saying that, look, I get it. I get that it, it creates jobs. I understand that it's good for the economy and for arts, you know, for, for, for arts in society. But um, from my point of view, it really doesn't improve us as a people. You can't make that argument because, and they were coming at it from a perhaps more conservative point of view. And um, their point of view kind of stood at the, well, it just doesn't improve us as a society. And therefore, what is the cost of it? So you keep talking about the economic benefits, but what is the, I guess, spiritual and societal cost? And those two things just can't square away. You can't do the math on that. It's just that there's no apple to apple. No. And I think, I think, 
as with the sort of endpoints of many ideologies, there are points at which there may not be a way to reconcile these two differing things. Um, but we are running out of time. Keep your thoughts coming. You can call us. You can send us a voice note. You can WhatsApp us. You can tweet us. And keep it here, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.